Okay, let's just put the headphones back in and, like, start the podcast. <coughs> okay. Three, two, one. That did not align for me, but it's okay. Okay, so welcome to the Fake Film Students podcast. I'm Christina Thorson. I'm Haley Ignatowitz. And, <laughs> dear friend, we watched two Emma Watson movies. The Circle, and Perks of Being a Wallflower. My very first thing that I have here is, um, I just kind of like to start out with thoughts on Emma Watson, just like in general. Um, I mean, I remembered, I had seen both of the movies before we rewatched them, and honestly, I remembered her acting being like a lot worse, and it still wasn't good, like don't get me wrong, I still thought it was pretty bad, but it wasn't as bad as I remembered it. Yeah, I mean... I had only seen Perks of Being a Wallflower. I think that's just, like, a better movie overall. It really made an impression on me when I was younger. Um, And I really, I like her as a person. Like, I feel like she's a cool celebrity, and, like, she uses her influence for, like, good stuff. And she's, like, politically active and, like, smart. And, like, she was good in the Harry Potter movies and stuff like that. Um, But, like, these two movies, I have to say, like, (laughs) I just... I don't know if it was, like, the accent or just, like, the acting or both. Like, I just didn't. It seemed forced. It was. Her, um, like, American accent, it seemed like she was really trying hard. No, I feel like she really had to concentrate on the accent, like, rather than the acting. And I feel like that was just so distracting to me. Um, I feel like she was better in Perks of Being a Wallflower, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I than think in so, the too. Circle. But I still don't think she was the strongest part of that movie. Oh, definitely not the strongest part, but, um, should we get into the circle? Yeah, let's get into the circle. So, um, a 2017, released in 2017, well, the first thing I have on here is, um, that it was Bill Paxton's final film. He played the dad, and I originally thought he was Christian Slater when I saw him, but it's not, it's Bill Paxton. Unfortunately, he passed away after this film. I mean, I personally would not want it to be my final film. No, I don't think I would. Um, but, you know, it was dedicated to him, so... Um. <laughs> uh, make of that as you will. I mean, especially the fact that he's playing, like, a terminally ill man. <laughs> I don't know either. I mean, I guess he fit the bill. <laughs> oh, I um. feel like that's so Okay. <laughs> Okay, um, the next thing I have, though, about this film is that it received a D-plus cinema score, which is quite rare, according to Amazon Trivia. Um, so, cinema score is apparently the top rating system in the country. Um, according to Wikipedia, a C is bad, but Ds and Fs mean they shouldn't have made the movie. I can agree um, with that. I think a D-plus... Well, I would almost give it a D. No, it actually did get a D-plus from Cinema Score. Right. I'm saying, like, so, I would. I feel like that's even a little too generous. Yeah, I think I would have to agree. Um, conspiracy question, was the low rating engineered by Google and Apple? <laughs> Stop! To make us, like not want to use this technology and then right well i did have that question and then i said lol no it's just a bad movie which i feel like i have to agree with like i don't know the thing that i noticed right off the bat 
Why were there so many production company logos before it? Yeah. There was, like, at least seven. No, I don't know. It kind of, I like, I was a little, like, bored already getting into the movie. I'm not going to lie, because I was like, oh, God, like. I mean, it looks, like, pretty, uh, I mean, not, like, you know, cinematography-wise, but just, like, the set and actually, like, how they made the circle look, um, I think was pretty good. I assume, like, they needed all those people to help build it because it looked like a real like nice google-esque company yeah based off this movie i want to work at the circle or google or apple or wherever um i didn't really like that um you know the workers had to live there like when she started not no longer living in her parents home and started living at the circle 24 7 like what was in her contract where she now had to live in an apartment in the circle yeah it looked like a dorm also can we just talk about the fact that every like quote unquote high tech like house has those blinds (laughs) that like yeah that just raise you know like raise up yeah like why is that like just a marker of every high tech like room i don't know but i feel like i've seen it in black mirror i've seen it in that movie with cameron diaz and Kate Winslet, where they switch houses, and Cameron Diaz has that, like, rich house. I don't know. I just feel like, um, I've seen it a lot. I think it's called The Holiday. Anyway, that's not the movie we're talking about here. First note on Mercer, um, (laughs) my very first note was, who's the awkward mechanic? Oh, yikes. I don't know. That was my first thing, and then I think it just got a little worse from there. Like, 414... They have that conversation in the kitchen, um, and I was like, I don't know why she acts like she's better than him, because he literally lives next door to her, and she's like, yeah, Mercer, like, some people don't like to just, like, just build, like, be off the grid or whatever. I don't know. I don't actually remember what she said. Right, yeah. No, she did say something along those lines. I thought it was weird that she, like, um, was being, I assume that they were supposed to be lifelong, like, childhood friends, uh, I felt like that's how they just established it, but then she is just, they don't, like, connect at all, like, I feel like they aren't, like, they can't relate to each other, and it just seemed so uncomfortable whenever it was just, like, the two of them, like, I didn't buy that they were childhood friends at all. No, I didn't buy the childhood friends relationship either, and, like, they really just have no chemistry, and I think some of that can be attributed to, like, the dialogue, because the dialogue was just so, like, awful, basically, but, um, yeah, I don't know, so I guess that kind of sucks. Um, also, I, during her interview, I don't know if you remember this, but, like, during her interview, the guy that's interviewing her is, like, would you like to go out with me? Yeah. And then she says that's very inappropriate, and then he says, good? And I was like, (laughs) excuse me? (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Like, that's so, that's such a weird, like, unethical way to, like, interview someone. And then, like, she got the part... Um, she got the part, no, she was hired to be the, um, like, reviewer of, or, like, the tech, like, assistant person. Yeah, it's, like, company service or something. Yeah, exactly, and then they would, like, rate her afterwards, and then, okay, what I don't understand is, like, then the guy was, like, okay, always follow up because, like, you want to improve, and then he did, and then the person was, like, oh, meant to rate you, like, a hundred, sorry about that, it was actually perfect. Yeah, they were definitely feeling pressure. He was, like, sorry, I know sometimes people mess up. Like, 
how? How do you accidentally give a lower than a 100 if you meant a 100? I felt like whoever was on that other line was just feeling called out, which is good for, obviously, the company, but I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny. And then she's, like, doing pretty poorly. She has, like, a 60 at one point. Yeah, she is not doing well. Also, like, I just don't... I feel like her answer, she, like, looked so... Like, she gained such confidence in that interview when she was, like, saying it. And I was like, I just feel like this isn't even, like... I feel like I could have given that answer. Yeah, I don't understand how that got her the part. They said, like, hundreds of millions of people were using the circle. So how, at such a, like, top company, was she able to, like, get a job? I get she had the recommendation from, like, Ellie Kemper Lookalike, but... Right. (laughs) Still, like, her interview didn't wow me. No, it absolutely didn't. Also, weird coincidence, the guy who interviews her is in New Girl as a deer killer. Or, like, they think he's a deer killer. Like, it's really weird. He, like, draws deers and then, like, draws them being, like, killed in New Girl. Which is just a really weird connection. But I did remember that, and I was like, wow, like, this is so crazy. I was like, wow, okay. Should we get into the deer killing aspect of this film, then? Um, I do have... Okay, wait, I have a couple more notes, like, before we get into the deer-killing aspect of it. Okay. So, there's one point where, um, like, Tom Hanks is giving his first speech. Oh, um, uh, we send our prayers to Tom Hanks, who is currently suffering from coronavirus, I think, in Australia. But, well, I do, at least can't speak for both of us, but I... (laughs) Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, I redact my prayers to Tom Hanks. <laughs> um, but there's a point where um, he's like giving his first speech, and then someone in the crowd shouts, We love you. And Tom Hanks says, Oh my god. Thanks, mom, like a comedian. But I feel like it's not really <sighs> funny because it's clearly a dude who says, We love you. And then Tom Hanks is like, Thanks, mom. Like, that's just not funny. Like, that was just not funny. No, literally all... Oh, my God. This infuriated me so much. All of the, like, keynote presentations where they would try to, like, riff and do bits and, like, the hecklers would, like, shout. So annoying. Like, literally not funny at all, but you could tell that, like, they left room for, like, the audience to laugh. Yeah. Like, they thought that those would land and they just didn't. It just felt so uncomfortable the entire time. Yeah. I literally hated that aspect so much of like them trying to interject these jokes but like solely in the presentation right they're like the presentations can be the comedic relief which they just weren't no i mean i i feel like i got comedic relief from the wrong things in this movie um which is (laughs) yeah i definitely agree (laughs) not like good but um and then it's really creepy. In at fifteen minutes, he can literally put cameras everywhere, oh anywhere my God, and yeah. everywhere. No, literally, like the cameras that like perverts put in women's bathrooms. Like, yep. he can just put them anywhere. I thought, oh my God, yeah, and no, and the fact that like later in the movie it comes back to like save her from almost drowning in the like kayaking incident, which that was such an obscure like random place to put a camera. Why was there one there? Yeah, I'm Who confused. Put that there? No, I don't know. And like, I just am really like, I thought at first that it was a ploy on her part to like, like, 
expose the company but then I realized that it was just genuinely something that happened and I was like oh that doesn't even like make sense like I just was very confused by that whole like thing yeah that whole scene like she goes in the water is I mean it's dark out so you can't really tell but the water seems calm enough and then all of a sudden it's like this huge storm and she's like drowning which I don't know. Was she in a river, I thought? During that whole scene, I couldn't see anything. Like, I literally could not. It was, like, black and just, like, water splashing. And it went on for, like, five minutes. And I was like, well, I don't know what's going on. I think I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Um, I would like to say, also, 19 minutes, she went into Tom Hanks' office. The Her redhead, who was on crack, like, friend, like, went. Yeah. Also, I never found out. Like, what was wrong with the redhead girl? Like, we never actually really, like, found out what was wrong with her. She just, like, had a lot of, like, issues that were never, like, stated. Yeah, she definitely, like, her, honestly, physical and mental state was just declining throughout the entire movie, but I don't understand why. No. Like, the one meeting at the end where she shows up in sweatpants and, like, a hoodie, I was like, <laughs> yeah. you, it's a professional, like, work setting. You can put on a nice outfit. Yeah. Like, that, and nobody was commenting on that. Also, like, they had nothing in common as well. Like, same thing where, like, the believability of the relationship, I was like, if they met in college, like, they would not have become friends. Like, I just didn't see, like, any any common factors and also this girl lived in scotland so like there's no way that they like would have become friends before that and so i just was like really confused like as to how they even like knew each other honestly yeah no and they were like really close or i guess we were supposed to assume we were supposed to assume that they were close but like there was no establishment of that relationship at all no there there was not um, also, after she meets John Boyega, aka Tyler Foot, Tyler Feet, whatever his name is, that's so weird, um, we don't find that out until later, but after she meets him, and he pulls out wine out of the bushes, she literally says out loud, did he tell me his name, I forgot, to no one, and I really didn't like, like, that delivery of that line, and just the fact that, like, she just says it to no one, like, it was so just, like, obvious that they were trying to, like, draw attention to it. I thought it was weird that he kept a full wine bottle in the book. <laughs> like, he didn't expect her to, like, he wasn't expecting her to come and join him. And also, what's with the wine shortage in the circle? She's like, oh, we're all out of drinks. Right? What? And then he's like, I know, like, we, this is a common, like, reoccurring problem to the point where I hid a bottle of wine in the bush <laughs> that I was solely going to drink alone. Like, yeah. I'm not saying he has a problem, but... <laughs> no, I mean, Tyler put, like, I don't know what he's on. Um, also, next note I have is the scruffy mechanic boy creeps me out. So, yeah, he, he did honestly creep me out. Um, also, her parents were really, like, pushing Mercer, aka Scruffy Mechanic Boy, on her. Like, at one point, the mom was like, oh, good thing Mercer was here. He's stronger than I thought. And I was like, really? Like, he looks kind of, like, scrawny. But, like, (laughs) I don't know. I just, it was just, uh... Yeah, I agree. The parents really wanted, um, them to get together, uh... Like, even, I think at one point, 
I mean, maybe I'm just making this up, but I swear, like, the parents were talking about how they were, like, high school sweethearts or something, and then she was, like, like, the mom was saying how that could be, like, her and Mercer. I don't know if that ever actually happened, but I feel like I remember it. Like, moments like that. Um, <laughs> I think I remember that, too. Okay, um... Yeah, they really were just pushing him. Uh, and also the fact that he started, like, coming around the house once she left. I thought she he was solely there, you know, to hang out with... Um, I almost called her Sam. That's not oh, her name in this yeah. movie. yeah. What, what, May. May. Uh, it's May. Yeah. <laughs> hang out with May. But, like, I don't know. I guess he was just, like, hanging around with the parents, which I thought yeah. was Yeah, really I mean, weird. I think he was helping out because, like, the dad, like, had, um, like problems but (laughs) i i don't know also like the antler chandeliers um i did not expect that to be like a major plot point of the movie like when i first saw it um, (laughs) and then i wrote i literally wrote antler chandeliers he makes them he's supposed to be hot question mark and then I wrote, nothing wrong with making antler chandeliers. <laughs> he creeped me out before I found out about them. <laughs> so. I don't think it's that weird, especially considering, like, where they live is kind of a rural, rural area. No. I don't know. I didn't find it that, like, weird. I, I've seen a lot of, like, at least where I'm from, people will have, like, antler chandeliers, if not the full-on deer head on their wall. No, yeah, I think you know? I've seen the deer head more. Like, I haven't... I, the antler chandeliers is a Right, I feel like an antler chandelier is almost more tasteful it is a little more, than, like, a full-on it head. It's a little more tasteful, but it's also, like, weird that you're still trying to, like, make it decorative. You're not embracing the fact that you're, like, a full-on hunter. You're, like, I'm a tasteful hunter. Either way, nothing wrong with antler chandeliers. No, not really out of place. Like, I I would not think twice if somebody posted on Facebook or whatever a picture of an antler chandelier and was like, oh, look what my friend made. Also, I felt like people really were, like, taking her to see a bunch of stuff. Like, for no reason. Like, touring her around? Yeah, like, um, what's it? The redhead was like, you want to see, like, Tom Hanks' office? And then she was like, I have clearance, but, like, you can come in with me. And then also, like, Ty Lafitte, like, literally took her, like, to a subway for no... Like, literally after they just met each other, like, a second after they met. He was like, you want to see something cool? Or, wait, maybe it was the second time they hung out. Either way, like, I still feel like it was so, like, quick. Also, I don't think he took her to the sub... I thought the subway was at the end when he was, like... Maybe that was only the second time they saw each other, but... Like, when he takes her down to the subway where he's like, this is where we're going to store all the information. Well, yeah, when he, when he, Later, no, confessed to inventing true you. That was, like, before she got in the tattling accident. Oh, okay. So that was, like, early. Was it? Yes, because she didn't have her camera. Uh, oh, no, I think you're right. I'm saying, like, no, 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 I get that. I'm saying more at the end. Well, sort of towards the end when she's, like, kind of regretting um going transfer like she's regretting basically getting involved in the circle and then he takes her down and is like he takes her down to the subway and is like this is where we're going to keep like all of the information like in the future though like it still looked like a subway but then she was like oh idea like let me leak all of the um tom hanks's info i think maybe they went down there twice like i think that comes at the end 
I think it was at the, like, in the beginning and at the end. Because they were definitely underground when he confessed that. And then he was like, we can't be seen together. No, they were underground, but I think they were just in that first room of, like, machines, like, info. Oh. I don't know. I honestly don't remember. You might be right. I really don't know. Um, but... Either way, I was confused on why they couldn't be seen together. Yeah, because he was supposed to be... At first, I was like, oh, he is hiding out in the circle, which, weird, that he, like, quit but still wants to be there. (laughs) Yeah. But I was like, okay, he's hiding out from, like, you know, Tom Hanks and the rest of everyone because he wants to live sort of off the grid. But then, at the end, um, when Tom Hanks is like, oh, May, you can live off the you can still live in the circle but you don't have to go on social media or anything because that's what like our creator ty did and i was like wait so they know that he's here like why does he have to be secretive then yeah why does no one have to know his name and like what he's doing it just makes no sense no like if everyone's okay with him doing that why is he like still sneaking around that didn't make any sense to me like whatsoever um so basically after he confesses then they, like, the canoe scene happens. Oh! Oh! Oh, oh! Wait. After he confesses, then the problem with, um, Mercer begins. Yeah, when he comes to visit her, yeah. He comes to visit her. That conversation is, like, amazing. No, it's honestly the best scene in the movie. I really enjoyed that conversation that they had, um... <laughs> When he was like, I'm not a deer killer! And then she was like... She was like... I don't know. I didn't say... I don't even know what her defense was. I don't really know why she posted the antler chandelier on her social media in the first place. But, like... Uh, Yeah. Well, I think it was to, like, probably show him um, that, like, she still cared about him. Even though she wasn't spending time with him. I guess. I don't know. That's what I got from it. But the fact that, like... He's talking to her about being, like, absent um, to her parents and whatnot. And then, like, not yelling. Like, sort of aggressive, but, you know, it's still a normal conversation. Yet people start recording it. Yeah. Like, the other workers just start recording it, even though nothing's, like, really happening. And then, like, obviously, that one guy is like, why don't you go kill some more deer? (laughs) And then he's like, I'd never killed any deer. Which, I'm confused, how did you get the antlers then? I guess other people could kill them, but, like, I don't know. That was a lot. There was a fair amount there. Yeah, I was confused as to how you would get so many deer antlers without (laughs) killing any deer. Unless, I think... Especially if people... I feel like people like to keep the antlers, though, once they kill a deer. Yeah. So why would they be so willing to give them to him? Well, I think I learned, actually, that, like, sometimes when deer fight, like, their antlers lock and some of their (laughs) antlers can break off. So maybe Mercer just, like... They looked like full antlers, though. What, is he searching in the woods for antlers, like, 24-7? I mean, he must be. There can't be that big a supply. He's also a mechanic, so... But, I mean, you have to know, like, the right season to hunt so for So you say that, antlers. but I, like, don't remember any mechanic. It's when her car breaks down in the beginning, and that's when you first meet him. Okay, I thought maybe he was just a strong man. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, fix a I'm car. sorry I did not get the impression of strong man <laughs> from... I- 
I didn't. This man. I didn't either. Looking at him, but I thought that's what the movie wanted me to believe. I didn't. Meet, I didn't think like, oh, mechanic. I just thought like he's a man. He can fix a car. You know. Yeah, getting enough stereotypes. Um, I thought that's what they wanted me to think. I mean, I think it is partially. I don't know. Maybe he's not a mechanic. Maybe I just had that in my head because he fixed the car. <laughs> And Maybe because it sounds like Mercer. Mercer mechanic? Mercer the mechanic? Yeah. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> they both start with M. Maybe I just thought that. I really couldn't tell you why. Like, I don't know if that's true or not. Um, well, first of all, why is Tom Hanks meeting with her, like, off her, like, thing in the canoe? But I guess because, like, because the world knows now that, like, his technology is, like, good. And then... Also, yeah, I think it was supposed to exemplify that, like, his technology can save lives. But still, that's really what made her, like, become such a, like, head of the company. Because she was like, oh, I'm gonna go fully Yeah, I kind of thought they were more, like, not really giving her a lot of power and just, like, using her. But then, for some reason, she did get invited to, like, the top 40. Meetings. And then she's like, oh, what if everyone, what if it's required that every U.S. citizen has a Circle account? Yeah, I feel like that was quite a jump. Some of the things I understand, like, are supposed to be outrageous because that's, like, what the movie's supposed to be saying, you know, that, like, this is where we're headed with our current use of social media. (laughs) But I don't know. Some of it still was just, like, stupid, where it's not, like, (laughs) scary, I guess. Just more like, okay, but that still just makes enough sense. Um, Amazon trivia really came in clutch for me throughout this movie. I, for some reason, kept, like, checking it. Maybe because I, like, wanted the movie to be over. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, another, the trivia told me during the scene where Emma Watson proposed mandatory voting that the Soviet Union actually required mandatory voting. So, like that's, like, a really big red flag or something of, like, <laughs> what was it, like, socialism? I don't know any, like, politics. Wait, who adds the, like, facts? I don't know. Um, because that's funny if that's someone's job to just, like, watch the movies <laughs> and then Google, like, like, mandatory voting. Yeah, and Bill Paxton, who for some reason, like, came up <laughs> so much on this Amazon trivia. <laughs> like, honestly, um... I, although I would say, like, I wouldn't mind voting on my phone or, like, voting online. Yeah. I don't, I think that's, like, kind of a good idea. I don't know if, like, it should require a social media profile because that doesn't really, like, make that much sense. But, like, online voting, that is pretty reasonable, especially with this whole, like, pandemic that's happening right now. Um, I wouldn't want to vote through, like, Twitter or, like, no, Instagram or no. something, though. You know? Well, you just have, like, a website. Like, literally just have a website. Right? Right. Like, that's all... But then again, like, why are they even discussing this? Also, the movie came out in 2017, right? Um, or... Yes. Or did it come out... Okay. So, I thought um, there were a lot of, like email leaking there was like too much email leaking in the movie where i was like okay we get it like first that one (laughs) that one like senator where she's like i'm gonna leak my own emails yeah and then everyone's like applauding her and then of course at the end when they're like tom hanks and Patton oswald we found your private emails that That you and your wife don't don't know know about oh my god and they're like 
Oh my god, yeah. That's... Which... I thought the cursing was really out of place in this movie. Wait, when was there cursing? Who cursed? Um, Tom Hanks. I, they There's just... I don't remember specific moments, but I do, like, remember they would swear and I'd be like, oh. Like, I'm pretty sure the movie's rated, like, PG-13. Yeah, I, I wouldn't see this as a movie where people would swear. I feel like it should be rated PG, and they just, like, they didn't need that. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure the redhead girl does. I don't know. At oh, some point. I think the redhead girl definitely does, yeah. I think, like, when she's having her breakdown. And then, yeah, no, speaking of this redhead girl, she literally, on, on their FaceTime, which, first of all, I don't know if you noticed this, but, like, their FaceTime call, there were so many different camera angles going on, like, during that call. <laughs> there was, like, one yeah. from the side. There was one... Of, like, just Emma Watson. Then they did a split screen of the two girls. And then, obviously, like, this Annie girl was, like, outside in Scotland. So, it was just, like, super weird. I don't know. They were just, like, really experimenting with those camera angles, like, during that FaceTime scene. But, uh, she said she almost died. And I was, like, I still just don't even know what's wrong with you. Like, I literally (laughs) was, like, what, like, is it burnout? Yeah, what is she exactly? Let's see her story. I don't know. I was just really confused. Yeah, she was really going through it, but, like, for no reason. (laughs) No, I know. And then, like, also, at first, I wrote that I liked the messages that would pop up, like, whenever, when Emma was blogging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I thought some of them were actually, like, they were pretty accurate and, like, pretty funny. Yeah, no, I thought they were pretty accurate to, like, how actual, um, like, live stream audiences would be. Yeah. And I liked the, like, graphics. They looked fine to me. I liked that whole part. Well, I guess, like, at some points I kind of thought that it was a little much. Like, I was, like, I got kind of distracted by them where, like, I wasn't really even paying attention to, like, what they were saying I was just more like focused on the like reading the messages because I thought they were kind of entertaining you know I paused it to like read some of them yeah because they were like kind of funny like some of them one of them was like oh why do you have seven computer screens and I was like that's so true like why do you have seven computer screens also during the soul search the crowd really remembers Mercer from like that one <laughs> yeah they were like from that one incident like bring him out and i just was like how yeah how did the entire audience know him and even like the chat i'm pretty sure was like mercer yeah like yeah. how is he that famous no. for what a deer so many people have made <laughs> like antler you know chandeliers yeah why why is no one going after them they're just going after mercer no. that made no sense no that just didn't. and then she was like she was really like, I don't want to do that. And then Tom Hanks is like, well, you gotta. No. And then she's like, okay. But then she literally said, she said, no, guys, he's good people. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, like, why? First they, like, frame it like this is used to catch fugitives. Right. And, like, be able to find them. Right. And then she's like, okay, now we'll just do, like, a random person. And then everyone's like, well, Mercer, he did kill some deer. And she's like, no, guys, no. Like, we're changing it up. <laughs> but then they still obviously do that. And we have, we get the fabulous um, car driving oh, off the bridge yeah. scene. Mercer just, like, turned into something else. I mean, I did, I did kind of foresee that he was going to crash his car. Like, I was like, okay, like, something is going to happen. Oh, yeah. When he started driving, I was like obviously i just felt like the whole thing though was like 
it just escalated really quickly and it was like a little dramatic oh my god why were people she was like okay guys you found him what were they going to do like kidnap him why were they trying to chase him down like they started driving after him i don't and like trying to get in his house that makes no sense i don't know that whole thing and then also when she was like pleading with him when she was on the camera she was like turn the audio on on the camera like and then she's like, Mercer, listen to me. And he's like looking yeah. around. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, like where's the sound make him, coming like, from? Crash even more. <laughs> yeah. um, but then obviously, like, just straight off that straight off that bridge. Also the fact that she was like, get me the audio on the camera. How did she like I didn't know they can had Can they just do that? Didn't know they had right. That. Like Um didn't know they were were also recording every conversation. I don't know. That whole that whole Mercer storyline like it just started off weak and I think it just got like it was just so unbelievable at the beginning that it was like well (laughs) at this point like I don't really buy into it and then that's kind of where like the comedic relief came in for me because I was like oh well Mercer's like it's just funny that like this is comical that it's like so bad I guess basically that relationship is just awful um when he did crash the car she was only sad for like two days yeah and i was like that's confusing because i thought that they were close and like it's basically basically like her fault that he died i feel like i mean yeah she was still i thought she still was like sad obviously which is like why she gets her revenge but she was like she like got out of bed she facetimed annie once and then she was like okay like I'm fine now. Yeah, like, she was just bounced back, and I was like, at least do, like, a two weeks later thing. Like, because the mom came in, and she was like, honey, it's been a day, and you haven't got out of bed. And I was like, wow, I thought it was going to be more like, it's been, like, two weeks, and you haven't got out of bed. But, like, right. you had that option to, like, make more, and you just didn't even take that, like, to show her grieving No, process. not at all. So, I don't know. Whatever. That was bad um also the scene where she leaves her parents to like go back i kind of thought that they were like trying to fake us out and like trying to like draw some emotional impact with that scene because her parents were like you're really going back and she was like yeah and then i was like oh well like but it just didn't feel emotional to me so right uh, again i didn't really care about that and why does john boyega trust her like yeah why is everyone like in love with her basically i don't know because Uh, i feel like she was just so average (laughs) like i don't know she was pretty but like nothing about her like personality was really that endearing to me no i just didn't really understand anything um also why would the ceos give tyla access to all of their information unless like did he hack it like i don't know yeah exactly why if they didn't want him like yeah if he retired i guess why would they still allow him access to all these places no, exactly. i guess he like he didn't build the like entire architecture and like the security of the circle no he just did one program so i'm pretty sure <laughs> right. he boot out people like that like i don't think that yeah 
see like even in like the social network what's his name jesse eisenberg like doesn't really come up with all of it himself like he gets the idea from someone else yeah but then he kicks army hammer like out of the business so it's like right well you like can kick people out of your business like they might sue you but you'll be rich so it doesn't matter so i'm confused as to like why they let him just hang around and like drink his wine also, he, like, was always on his phone, even though he was off the grid, which, like, I didn't really understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, she always, like, walked up to him, and he was just, like, on his phone. Yeah, and I was like, what like, are you Like, I doing? thought that's what he was trying to get away from. Yeah. No, I thought there was, like, more of, like, a rebellion aspect to that, but, like, there wasn't. It just was, like, he was just, like, hanging around, and I was like, okay. Exactly. I was like, okay. What was the point of saying that he was off the, like, for the big reveal, I guess? It just was so out of place. Right. And then my, like, last question is, what is the actual takeaway from this movie? Technology bad. Technology? Okay, yeah, but, like, I just, like, but then I feel like they were, like, kind of chill with that at the end. Like, I don't know. They were, like, everyone just needs to go transparent. Even though I guess, like, it was, like, the inverse of that. But, like, I don't know. Well, yeah, that privacy is important. Yeah, I just didn't feel like there was a clear, like, impactful thing that I got from this movie. I was just kind of, like, grossed out by it at the end. I don't know. I I did enjoy, like, a lot of things about it, though. But, like, not, the, not, for, not for the right reasons, I don't think. So, yeah. It that. wasn't that. It was still entertaining. Um, although, I would say the last, like, hours a lot better than the first yeah. i feel like it gets more interesting as it goes along yeah but i probably won't be watching it again ever um i will say my favorite rating is by rolling stone and it's that it's a paranoid thriller without suspense urgency or a single new thing to say and i was like yeah i agree wholeheartedly with that it's um yeah i don't know i think that's pretty solid pretty much sums it up um what'd you rate it out of five i rated it two out of five stars okay that's i feel like that's generous <laughs> i rated it a half a half star um, yeah oh my I god i feel like i don't know because will that be like a one out of ten i don't know yeah. i just still didn't really like it i mean i could arguably maybe give it a one but I mean, I guess like I don't know. I think after that, I oh my gosh, I don't know. Okay, I think I, I think maybe my argument is that like the production value is not that bad of the movie. Okay, yeah, this it does look really, I guess believable. Um, like it looks like a real like Google type place. I could like reason everything what was that was going on and like I could see what they were trying to do and like I feel like it did actually bring up some like good points about technology. Like I was like, okay, yeah, like I don't think it does. I don't think it does. <laughs> I feel like, like it made it me seems... think about some things. Like I was like, okay, maybe we should be voting online. Like that was like what basically the only thing that I like. I was like, yeah, maybe. I really hate that you got that out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did though, because I was I don't like, know. maybe. But then I also, and I feel like it did definitely like try to address this like fear, but it did it in a really like poor way. I think Black Mirror is like so much better as like a 
thing, like, as, like, something that would be addressing an issue of, like, social media and, like, technology. I just think it did it in, like, a... I, I just didn't like how they did it. It seemed so forced. Like, I and I thought it was unoriginal. Obviously, privacy is good. Everyone likes it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, if we have to come up, the two of us, like, a rating out of five. I think a one out of five. Because after hearing your argument, I feel like I could lower mine. I feel like maybe I could raise but mine I from a half. I think from a half, at least for production value. Give yeah, it a half okay, star. yeah, I think a one then. And I mean, they did get, they got some real stars in it. Also, can we talk about the random Beck concert in the middle? Oh. That, <laughs> why? They showed it for like five <laughs> minutes and then they just went back to the story. Yeah, I don't really understand. Oh my God. I guess you're right too. They did have a lot of star power in this movie. Like, I was like, wow. They really did. And like, also, I feel like Tom Hanks... Like, he's just one of those people that, like, makes movies at the speed of light. And, like, by the time he's nominated for an Oscar, like, you don't even know that last bad movie he was in. He's been in some really bad movies, but I feel like he's also been in some, like, really good movies. But I think he's just in a lot of movies. Like, I think that's the lesson to be learned here. Like, The Polar Express, The Circle, but then, like, Forrest Gump and, like, uh... I don't know. Wait, what's another good Tom Hanks movie? Um, big. I literally was about to say big. <laughs> I was like, that's the only thing I can think of. But I know he's in like other like good movies or like cult classics or something. I mean, there's that whole like, there's no crying in baseball. Never seen that movie, but I know that he like has that line. So. <laughs> Toy Story. Toy Story's good. Um, Polar Express? No, Polar Express was my bad example. <laughs> but, okay. I feel like we can move um, on. Should we move on? Yeah. yeah. Move on to Perks of Being a Wallflower. I don't hate this movie, honestly. I think it's pretty good, if I'm being no, completely honest. I actually really... I, I like... When I was rewatching it, I did enjoy, like, rewatching it. I was like, oh, like, this is, like, sweet, and I enjoy, like, a lot of things, and, like... It was just, it was nice after, like, watching The Circle and being so, like, unimpressed. I was like, oh, like, I, right. yeah. There's a reason why I was, why me and everyone else was obsessed with this movie in middle school. Exactly. I will say, though, just off the picture on Amazon, why is Logan Lerman exclusively interested in girls with short, highlighted hair? Because Emma Watson and the girl that he dates have the same hair style basically like i don't know i was like is it was that a trend um are you talking about mary elizabeth yeah she had like shaved like half of hers was shaved and then she had like the longer bangs like you're right that they both had shorter hair i think it was just like a quirky girl type like just like i have short hair because it's like unconventional yeah yeah i don't know i mean i thought emma watson still he doesn't really like her like even when he's dating her he's still like that was He's so, like, Sam, not Mary Elizabeth. Right. Um, and then I said, well, they have courier type and a typewriter in the beginning, so you really know it's about to get quirky, which I think I stand. What year was it? I was, like, I think I in the still 80s, unsure. Right? I think you're right. I think it was But, in the like, 80s. everyone dressed, like, modern, and, like, their house looked kind of modern. Let's just, like, look it up really quick. So, what year was, um, Persevering Wallflower? 1990s. 
Okay, I really, like, didn't get the sense. Other than, like, the phone, like, the old phone, and, like, the fact that they're all listening to tapes. Yeah. But, like, just the way I thought they dressed and, like, just everything else about the movie kind of, it felt like 2012. Yeah, which I don't think is a bad, like, I kind of like that it's, like, would you say timeless? Would you say this movie's timeless? <laughs> um, I mean, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I I kind of agree with that for sure. Like, I know especially when I first watched the movie, I had no clue that it was, like, even set in a different time period. Like, I definitely thought that it was just straight up 2012, so. Right. I saw Dylan McDermott's name in the credits, and I thought it was Dermot Mulroney. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm so excited. This guy is like really hot. And then I saw on Amazon trivia that it was not in fact Dermot Mulroney, but Dylan McDermott does get confused for Dermot Mulroney because their names are similar. That was the trivia? Yes, that was on Amazon trivia of this oh movie. Oh my God. And I was like, that's really weird because I just like typed that and then it's like not him. Yeah, so... Amazon's reading my mind, and I literally completely forgot Paul Rudd was in this movie. So did I. I had no recollection. I saw his, like, name on the cast list, and I was like, wait a minute, I do not remember Paul Rudd being no. in this. Like, is he the dad? No, like, No, he's that English teacher. He's literally the one he's who the delivers one the line. He's the one that says the quote. You, we accept oh the love God. we think we deserve, like, the famous line. Yes. He literally delivers Why? that. People, I think people forget that. I think people no. forget Paul Rudd was the man yeah, who said that. Yeah, there's no way, Because like, they only remember... Logan Lerman. I feel like people... Re- Exactly. People yeah. remember when Charlie says it at the end to her, like, before she goes to college. But, no. Like, literally, he heard that first from Paul Rudd. So, the unsung hero of this movie is Paul Rudd. Yeah, he should be the one people are, should actually, you know, swoon over. Yeah, for real. Um, so, then I have the shakiness of Logan Lerman's voice really contributes to the character. I stand by that. I think it does. I don't know if he's an awkward person or if he's good at playing, like, a socially awkward person. Either way, like, it it did come across that he was, like, socially awkward, so... Right. I haven't really seen any interviews with him, so I can't really say. I'm, like, kind of curious to find out, honestly. I guess that's something we'll just have to find out ourselves later on. (laughs) Then, but I don't really want to watch any Logan Lerman interviews, so, like, I don't know how I'm going to do that. Nina Dobrev is dope. But is it believable that she'd date the long-haired dude and be related to Logan Lerman? No, and I was thinking, like, um, her whole, like, plotline with Ponytail Derek. Ponytail Derek. I don't even understand what the point really is. I guess to show, like, I mean, the whole part at the end when he's talking about how everyone's, like, in pain and he wants to save them. I assume that's, like, because it's an abusive relationship, so that's just, like, more contributing to, like... I guess, the harm around him. Yeah. But, like, she just dumps him at the end, and it's so, like, unconsequential. You know? Like, it never... There's the one scene where he, like, slaps her, and then nothing else, and then at the end, it's like, oh, yeah, she broke up with him and went with her friends to prom. Yeah, I think I kind of would have been okay without that, like, storyline. I think it could have been cut. I I don't know how long this movie was. It wasn't... I mean, it was, like, an hour and 40 minutes. So, I mean, I think... They, like, they didn't need to cut it, but... No, they didn't need uh, to cut it, but I think it just kind of, like, distracted a little bit from, like, the rest of the 
movie or like didn't really fit yeah. in with the rest of what was going on i felt like they didn't really develop his family other than like his aunt obviously yeah like his brother oh yeah i didn't know he had a brother until he he until he just showed up like maybe an hour through the movie and i was like oh okay exactly like i get he's supposed to be a football player like popular so maybe to like show that charlie's kind of just like a loser and like can't live up to him but they don't like ever talk about that they just have him as like a person and then like they never say that's how charlie feels um i my next note i like repeatedly had this throughout the entire thing um that i really just liked ezra miller in this movie (laughs) like i felt like he was just good i felt like he was just so accurate to like that kind of person i feel like like he just did it really well and like it brought like a lot of energy i felt like to an otherwise like sad like a bunch of sad people like i felt like he was like very like popped a lot um so i thought i liked him a lot i also have to say I honestly never, I don't know if this is just a product of, like, our generation, but I never saw someone being straight-up bullied the way Logan Lerman was in this movie. Okay, yeah, no, I'm gonna be honest, I never saw that either. Like, people, at least when I was in high school, I feel like maybe it was different from the 90s, but, like, people were more low-key with how they bullied people, yeah I no i like, think they would just like talk about them to their friends yeah rather than, like to their face yeah like i felt like people were a lot less like confrontational yeah like people still got made fun of but like it'd be they heard it like second hand yeah know? exactly nobody ever like pushed someone into a locker or like no i don't know like even in like elementary school when we were all like immature like we still didn't really there was no, like, straight up really, like, pushing people for the sake of being mean. Like, it'd be, like, right. more like, oh, like, if you got in a fight, like, but no one really got in fights either. Like, it it just, like, didn't, I don't know. Like, that's something that I just never saw. The only fights um, in my, like, elementary school, like, slash middle school were all the, like, white trash girls. Oh, I mean, um, yeah, like, every They would be the while. ones to fight. But it wasn't bullying. It wasn't, like, someone couldn't defend themselves. It was, like, okay, like, come no, at No, they me. were both, like, going at it, like, yeah. pulling hair. Yeah. Um, that actually happened a good amount. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. It, yeah, definitely. There was one time a fight, like, started in the hallway literally traveled into the classroom and then traveled back out in like a pack like it was it was actually pretty like funny but anyway another thing i learned from amazon trivia one of nina dobrev's hobbies is making jewelry in real life (laughs) it would be (laughs) that is and she said she wanted to start her own jewelry line so if nina dobrev is now selling jewelry i don't think i'd want to buy it but i want to know if that is happening in 12 minutes, I just wrote Ezra Miller, love him. Don't know what that was in reference to. Um, it was just there, I guess. And then I really didn't like, though, at 12.56, um, Emma Watson says, you put the ass in class, Patrick. And I was like, I just didn't like. I feel like her lines were like, I don't know. I felt some of the like jokes i guess i was like not offended is the wrong word but i was like um i don't really know how to feel about this okay 14 minutes there was a point where they were like they said something like 
she just loves bulimia. And then she was like, oh my gosh, yeah. like, I just love bulimia. And I was like, wait, is she bulimic? <laughs> like, I was like, wait. Right, I was like, is she? Yeah, that was so weird. Like, they just said it. That was what I was going to say, actually, that moment. So I was like, wait, is that part of her character? Like, is she I don't know. Because they really just said that. Yeah, no. I know. I was like, I don't, like, and if, if so... Either way, don't joke about it. Like, I feel like if she is, then that's awful. If she isn't, that's even more awful. So, like, I don't really understand. If she was, they really never developed that. No. (laughs) And if she wasn't, then, like, that's just a poor, poor joke. But if she wasn't, yeah, because it also didn't even make sense. Like, they just said that. Like, it wasn't like she didn't do anything where, like, that. That would even make like, sense as a joke. It makes sense. No. It was just, it so was just out there, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. Um, but no, I did like Patrick's other, like, sort of joking moments. Like, um, I don't know, like when they're playing Truth or Dare, um, and. He's like I don't goth know, when on he has goth to, like, kiss the girl. or whatever. Or goth on gay. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had, a, he had a different choice of words, but... Um, yeah, and when he was like, oh, oh trying yeah. to kiss, who's the prettiest... Or he was like, kiss the prettiest girl in the room. And he was like, notice how I didn't say person. Yeah. Like, that would be unfair to the rest of you. Yeah. Like, stuff like that, um, I just thought... Um, it did lighten the mood. I liked his character for that reason. Yeah. Also, the fact that he was, like, dealing with so much, but still was, like, sort of the positive one of the group. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought he, like, added a really nice, like, like, I, would you say, like, pop of color? Like, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to, like, say it, but, like, he really, it was just, like, more, like, like, energy. And, like, I felt like it was more than, like, like, if they had cast the wrong person to play that role, then, like, it just wouldn't have worked. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like he was, like, very good. Yeah, it felt realistic. It didn't feel like he was trying to be too, like, over the top or, like, flamboyant, I guess. Which I feel like sometimes, like, I feel like that could be a slippery slope yeah. that they could have fall, fell into if they didn't cast the right person. Yeah. But it felt, like, very realistic. Um, Can we talk about... Like, the dance, the famous dance scene in the gym. Like, I don't know. The couch routine. Why did that have so many, like, eighth graders listening to Come On Eileen? No, I literally <laughs> have in my notes, I said, I feel like the Come On Eileen song experienced a revival after this. It definitely did. Like, wow. So many people were like, let me learn that couch routine. Yeah. Which... How? Because they cut to, like, Charlie midway through, where, you, like, you can't see the rest yeah, of the Yeah, where routine. he's, like, bobbing his head. That made me really <laughs> yeah. uncomfortable, actually, when he was, like, just bobbing his head. I also, think because like, he didn't really know them at that point. Like, he had only gone to the diner that one time. Yeah. Um, But then he just joins in, and they're, like, I don't know, dancing with him. I thought that was really, yeah, that was nice. Yeah, I liked how nice they were to him. Me too. I think that, like, they didn't have to do that at all. I liked how after, um, like, Sam kind of figures out, figures out, like, what's actually going on is when they, like, sort of invite him into their group. I I just thought that, like, that was really nice. I feel like that doesn't happen, like, in real life, really. No, and I feel like, um, well, that's where I had my note. I mean, it would be nice if there were two cool people like this for every socially awkward, like, sad kid. Because, honestly, like, who... Like, everyone could really use, like, some cool people like this. Like, that's... 
I don't know. I mean, maybe the takeaway is just be more cool and, like, invite, like, sad people to hang out with you. Wow. Right, but that can be a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think everyone has, like, their own things going on. Um, no, and I mean, the characters certainly did, too. Right. Like, they were all kind of sad, like, but, I mean, they were just better at, like, hiding it, I guess, than Charlie. Um, I also thought it was funny that, like, later that night, after Pop Boy gave him a pop brownie, um, mm-hmm. Logan Lerman, or what, Charlie says, um, he was like, why does marching band have Letterman jackets? Like, it's not a sport, and everyone knows. And then I was like, okay, funny. But then everyone at the party was like, whoa, this kid is crazy. And I was like, why? Yeah, they were like, this kid's actually insane. <laughs> and I was like, I was okay. like, wait, isn't that just, like, that's just, like, a normal thing to say. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think no, it was, No, they were like, literally crazy. all gathered around him, and I felt like what he was doing wasn't that funny. No, I felt like it was very average, like, for just, like, a person. <laughs> like... <laughs> right. So, like, I don't know. I thought it was just kind of funny that they were all like, whoa, like, this kid. And I was like, what? Like, I don't know. Whatever. So, like, that was just kind of funny to me. Um... But then after that, I have Sam is so nice, because Sam is, like, Sam's so nice for that yeah. um, milkshake thing. Also, I think, like, he says milkshake with an E. Like, M-E-L-K, like, milk. Like, milk? Yeah. Because <laughs> he was like, I want, like, a milkshake. And I was like, uh, Like, I don't know. Um, and I also felt like she put, like, a lot of milk in the milkshake. <laughs> um... My next comment is the name Brad is good for the character. I mean, it's no, like... No. <laughs> I feel like, no, it's not. Like, of course like his name is. is Brad. Yeah, but That's of so course stupid. his name is Brad. Like, I don't know. No, but it's just unbelievable. That's, like, unbelievable at that point. Because it's so obvious like, that Brad. it's unbelievable? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Like, of course a football player's name is Brad. Like... Okay. I don't know. Okay. I guess I didn't, I didn't like that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, and the announcement by Ezra Miller. What's his name? Patrick. Uh, I literally did not call him that throughout my whole, like, notes. When he says, like, you're a wallflower. Uh-huh. But then I feel like Emma Watson, like, <laughs> ruined. Well, I mean, I thought that was a sweet moment. But then I felt like Emma Watson ruined it with Welcome to the Island of Misfit Toys. I didn't like that she said that. I didn't really like that whole part. Like, I do enjoy this movie, but there's really just some moments that I super cringe at. I think it's more... I think it's one of the things where it's, like, way more cringy because, like, everyone thought it was, like, so deep. So deep? Okay, that's probably true. But, like, one moment towards the end when, um, like, after he... When Charlie, like, breaks up the fight... Um, when she's, when he's talking to Sam afterwards and she's like, you saved my brother. For some reason, I really found that really funny. No, I, that, I just didn't like that she said that. Like, okay, because, well, the way she said it, like, I don't know, just, I thought it was really funny. Like, she, you could really tell that she she was acting. had the accent. Yeah. You could tell she was acting. Yeah. I definitely, like really agree with that because well I thought too that she was gonna like actually like say what happened because he was asking he was like asking like what right. did I do yeah and he was like and then she was like do you want me to tell you and he's like <laughs> and he was yes, like, yes. <laughs> and then she was like you saved him and I was like stop like 
my god, yeah, right? I wasn't a fan. It is unbelievable that he would beat up literally three of those guys. So unbelievable. Like, seniors in high school. Logan Lerman, as a freshman child, (laughs) single-handedly takes Brad and all of his football-playing senior friends. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. Because he blacked out? Like, what did he do? And his hand's, like, so swollen, like, afterwards. And he's, like, looking at everyone, and then he's, like... Don't ever mess with my friends again. Or whatever <laughs> yeah. his line is. I just didn't buy that really. Um, I um I liked I like like Rocky Horror. I like that they incorporated yeah, that. I liked that. I liked when he was like the um like the handsome guy. Yeah. I just liked all of like I liked watching them and I thought that was like a sweet moment and like yeah, I liked whenever they were hanging out, like, yeah. the Christmas party, um, you know, when, I don't know, they would just show the whole group together. I thought it seemed really just, like, a fun time. Okay, but I will say, like, everything, I don't know if this is just me, but I real I feel like everything I, like, remembered in this movie, like, all had to do with, like, Ezra Miller, so, like, I remembered the football game, I remembered Rocky Horror, and I remembered the Brad storyline. And, like, basically all the- and then, like, obviously, like, the big ending, like, twist kind of thing. Right. But then, like, everything else, like, I didn't remember that, like, he and Emma Watson, like, actually, like, got together, basically. Like, I didn't know that that happened. Like, I literally was like, oh, like, wow, I didn't expect this to happen. Well, they didn't really- they did, though. Like, okay, but they, like, were together for, like, a bit. Or, like, they, like, hooked up, which I didn't think that they did. Like, I was, like, I don't know. Oh, you like, thought she was just uninterested, like... Yeah, I thought she was just, like, time. I love you, Charlie, but, like, a little brother kind of thing. Because I felt like that's how it was. Like, they were, like, taking him under his yeah. under their wing. But then Well, she... also because he is a freshman. Like, I feel like that's... I don't know. I feel like, especially in high school... That's such, like, a big gap. Yeah, I agree. Like, you're 14 and, like, an 18-year-old. That's a little weird to Mm, me. Yeah. But I don't know. Also, I really hate that, like, them hooking up is what, like, triggers his, like, repressed memory of his aunt. I, like, completely forgot. Honestly, I completely forgot that was, like, what triggered it. And I was like, oh, God. Like, honestly, the last 15... It is. The last 15 minutes of this movie is, like, literally so... It's, like, the best part, I guess. Yeah. Even it's, like, really messed up and sad. Yeah. Um, I just feel like it's, like, really well done, every part of it. Yeah. I just think it's really good. Although, the doctor at the end is, like, the principal in School of Rock, and that kind of distracted me. Oh, really? <laughs> like, yeah. I kind of lost, like, the, the weight of that moment, I guess. Oh, I have a quote. What she said was, I want to make sure that the first person who kisses you loves you when she was, like, crying. But then I, like, have a question. I'm like, what? Is that bad? Like, was she leading him on? Because I kind of felt like maybe she should have done without that whole thing. Like, I don't know. Also, the fact she was um, dating that college guy at the time. Yeah, she, she was that. like, I want, like, she was like, I know you know that I love Paul, or whatever the hell his name was. Yeah, and I'm like, she's like, I know 
like we're together but like just forget about that for a second and then she gets mad at the end when he's been cheating on her this whole time yeah. <laughs> like you're not entirely um faithful you know also um there's a lot of making mixtapes and a lot of um gift giving like a lot of gift giving yeah um although i did kind of i liked well when mary elizabeth was like I'm sick of macho guys. I thought that was funny. <laughs> um, when she was, like, trying to hit on Charlie. And then yeah. also, um, he's, like, so passive when he tries to break up with her. Oh, my God. That is, like, so... I was cringing so hard <laughs> at the, like, whole part when he kisses Sam. Like, oh, oh God. my God, yeah, why would so you bad. do that? Ew, that and bad. also earlier... When he's, like, um, making out with Mary Elizabeth, but he, like, sees Sam's face. Like, he pulls back, and it's, like, Sam. I was, like, oh, I really, like, hate that they did that. Yeah, um, I just wrote, oh, geez, the truth or dare kiss, lol. And then he avoids everyone for two weeks and, quote, unquote, starting to get bad again, quote, damn it. That was my note on that whole thing. I just was, like, wow, that sucks. No, literally so awkward. And, like, they don't even talk to him. I, I'm, like, confused. I mean, I know Patrick was kind of going through it at the same time. But, like, I thought he would at least, like... Say something. Talk to Charlie. Yeah, yeah. I kind of thought that he would, too. That made me But sad. they just are, like, eating lunch. Like, their table's all together. And then Charlie just... Did he try to sit with them? Like, I want to know how those two weeks went. Like, did he try to sit down and, like, eat with them and they were like, no, or, like, get up and move? Or did he just decide, like, it's probably not good if I try to sit with them? No, I think knowing him, like, he just was like, no. Really? I feel like knowing him, he tried to sit down and they were like, dude, read the room. Or no, actually, no, he did call all of them a bunch of times because Mary Elizabeth was like, stop calling. Yeah, and she's like, you're embarrassing yourself. Oh, Ooh, yeah, I don't, mm, I'm glad they, like, didn't show that, because I would have, like, hated it, um, and then after that, um, I mean, okay, the Ezra Miller, Patrick Brad storyline made me really sad, because I, again, I feel like Patrick was, like, the best slash most believable character, well, besides, Mm -hmm. like, Logan Lerman, yeah, but I feel like he's, I don't know, like, he really made the movie for me, so, like, that part made me the most sad, even though I didn't really like the way that he, like, told Logan Lerman about it, when he was like, oh, like, you want to know another legend, like, that happened, like, I don't know, I just, (laughs) I wasn't really, like, a fan of, like, that whole part, but, like, I don't know, it was, like, just, also, I thought it was weird, even, that he brought up the legend in the first place, yeah, he was like, yeah, come on, like, what are your stories? Like, it's he did it so he could talk about himself. Yeah. Which I didn't really like. Also, I like, feel like dude, there's a lot of, like, up. shady, like, sex stuff going on just, like, throughout this movie. Just because, yeah. like, Logan Lerman's thing was, like, oh, like, there was this girl in fourth grade who let us put, like, her hands, like, our hands up her shirt. And I was like, that's, like, elementary right. school. Like, that's so bad. Although then, obviously, he says the story and then he, like, kisses him. That was, like, so sad, and I'm glad, like, Charlie just sort of let it happen. I mean, he's a very, just, like, accepting person. Yeah, Charlie's very, just, like, a passive, like, force, Um, except for when he, like, blacks out and beats up those people. (laughs) Yeah. Which I still would like to know how that happened. 
Learned another thing from Amazon Trivia. Logan Lerman was 18, Emma Watson was 21, and Ezra Miller was 17 years old when this movie was filmed. Oh my god, he was the youngest one. Yeah, isn't that so interesting? Yeah, I feel like he... I mean, I feel like uh, Logan Lerman does look a little bit older than, like, 14. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know. And Emma Watson, I don't know... I no, like I think could. Emma Watson has looked the same since, like, the third Harry Potter movie. Right. So, I I guess I buy it. Um, and Ezra Miller, yeah, I don't know. I almost thought he was, like, older than... Dude. I guess he is actually high school age, but I thought he was, like, older than no, that. No, I thought he was, like, 22 or something. Like Right. Like, I was like, it's a little unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I, I always was like, wow, he's, like, too old to, like, even be in this movie. No, he's 17 years old. He was literally, like... Almost too young, actually. Yeah, which, like, again, that just, like, reinforces my, like, Ezra Miller made the movie thing. Because I was like, wow, like, you really were, like, just in high school and you, like, did such a good job. And I was like, oh, like, wow. Yeah. I don't know. Also, um, Nina Dobrev was 23. Oh. I. Well, she. I don't know. She was also a senior in high school in the movie. I feel like she's small, so, like, I guess I sort of bought it. No, I thought she, like, looked like an adult for, like, a long I time. <laughs> yeah. Like, like no, an I adult. No, I kind of agree. And, but she's been playing uh, Elena, Vampire Diaries girl, like, for, like, years. And Elena's supposed to be in high school, too, and, like, I don't know. Well, all those type of shows, they never have, like, actual high school-looking aged people. Yeah, I feel like they did a better job, like, in this movie than they usually do, sort of. Like, I feel like they were, like, more airing on the side of, like, looks a little bit more in high school in this movie than they do in those shows. But I guess, like, the shows also have to have, like, a longer, um running time or whatever time. so right so they can't like change really yeah. i feel like that's like for stranger things and stuff like the kids are like old looking yeah even though they're supposed to be in like eighth grade right but no i thought the movie did it fine it wasn't like it didn't take me out of it i guess i have two more points um i was just confused like <sighs> she kisses him at the very end like in the tunnel and I was like, what does that yeah. mean? Like, I was like, I felt like they could have just, like, not done the kiss. And I felt like it would have made more sense, like, at the end. Because I was like... Yeah, where they're all just, like, friends. Yeah, where they're all know? friends. And, like, high school was, like, kind of in the past. And, like, now they're just, like, a ha- like they're, like, happy they're living their own their life. life. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, I really thought that that was going to happen rather than, like... This whole kissing through the window thing. I don't know. Like, right. I just didn't Also, really... those were literally all his friends. Um, so what is he doing now? <laughs> no, I know. I don't know. You, I would think that they had more, like, varying aged friends. Like, yeah. you're telling me that all their friends were only seniors? Like, I don't know. Some of those people at the party, like, were they not still in high school the next year? I mean, maybe Potboy, like, failed senior year and he had to, like, redo it. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Or, I mean, he could hang out with Paul Rudd. Also, they all got into pretty good colleges, which, like, kind of surprised me. Because they, like, never were at school or, like, thinking about it, I guess. Yeah. Like, they went to school, but, like, you never saw them doing schoolwork. Like, they had to rehearse for Rocky Horror. I like, mean, they had extracurriculars. 
Like, Rocky War is a big extracurricular. No, I know, but I'm saying, like, when did they ever do, like... The only person who ever did homework was Charlie because, like, he got <laughs> extra. Because he was friends with the <laughs> teacher. Yeah. Um, I... I'm glad. I thought that, like, Paul Rudd was going to say, like, no, I'm moving to New York. And I'm, like, I was, like, really relieved when he said, no, we're going to stay here. <laughs> I was, like, oh, my God, thank God. Like, Charlie needs that stability in his life. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so I was, like, okay, good. And then also um, another thing I learned on Amazon Trivia, and this fact was up there for a long time, um, <laughs> Melanie Linsky, who plays Aunt Helen, is a pescatarian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I just, like, thought that I should share just because I learned it from that trivia. And it was, like, up on there, like, like throughout the hospital scene, which... Aunt Helen was not oh even in my the hospital. God. Actually, no. during that scene, four other facts about Melanie Linsky popped up on my screen. And I was like, Yikes. wow, these are still popping up. But, um, okay. Um, she is in, or she was in, Two and a Half Men as, like, the crazy lady that's, like, obsessed with Charlie Sheen. Interesting. Um, so, again, that was another, like, really obscure role that one of the, like, actresses was in that kind of, like, distracted me. Yeah. But, I don't know. I at first thought she was the woman in um, Love Actually, who's, like, with Hugh Grant. She's mm-hmm. not. Um, so then I was like, well, she's not, so that's okay. Um, <laughs> my, what is your overall rating for this movie? Um, honestly, I think I'm gonna have to say a three and a half. That's also my rating. I agree. I think it's a three and a half. I think I don't, I don't think I can rate it higher than that. Um, And I feel like I enjoyed it too much to rate it just as like a three. Yeah, I think like what knocks it down a little bit for me is just like how everyone like thought it was amazing when it came out and was like so obsessed with it. It kind of, like, lowered my expectations and, like, made me want to make fun of it more, <laughs> like, if I'm being honest. Yeah. No, there wasn't... It wasn't as, like, I guess embarrassing as I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, the end still really did get me. Like, that's literally so sad. Like, I think that yeah. that... Yeah, yeah. Like, was just really well done. Um, but I don't think I could rate it higher. No, yeah, I think they do, like, a really good job of, like, dealing with a lot of really, like, heavy-handed concepts and, like, a, and, like, in just, like, a really, like, nice movie. Like, it's, like, I like the attitude that they kind of have about it where it's, like, like, everyone basically has their own struggles and, like, even though you go, you really, like, can go through it, like, everyone kind of turns out, like, there's, like, hope for the future, which I kind right. of liked. I liked that, like, takeaway at the end, even though, like, it's not, like, really belittling the topics, but it's still, like, and, like, there's also, no, like, a little... No, they're also dealing with it. It's just, like, not, I guess, getting wrapped up in it. Yeah. I don't know. I did really, just, I think it's a good movie. Yeah. I would recommend people to watch it if they've never seen it. I think above a two and a half is probably a watch. Like, what we would recommend as, like, a watch, right? Like, a three is a watch. I don't know. I feel like a three... Yeah, because I guess 
like a two and a half is just like right down the middle. Yeah. I still wouldn't say like take if it's on maybe watch it, but like, don't pay money for it. A three is don't yeah. pay money for it. <laughs> a three is don't pay money for it. Three and a half is. If it's like a dollar. If it intrigues you, yeah. If it intrigues you, then yeah. sure, you should watch it. But it's not like a movie everyone like needs to see right this moment. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Um, my favorite review for this one was from Common Sense Media, and it was Watch Out for Logan Lerman. I don't know. I just <laughs> okay. like that. I just like that review. I think they meant it more as like, oh, he's gonna be a good actor, but I took it more as like, just like watch, watch out, out for Logan Lerman. <laughs> I don't know. Um, cause he also I have like a grudge against him because he ruined. Well, he helped ruin Percy Jackson. So like, I just can't like support him as a an actor, but. Yeah. Um, overall. Yeah, overall, um, Perks of Being a Wallflower, three and a half out of five. Yep. So I guess we are saying don't watch The Circle and watch Perks of Being a Wallflower yeah. if you want to. If you have the chance. <laughs> how do we, how do we sign off? Like, how should um, we? Uh, I don't know. Should we say, like, what the next episode is? Yeah, like, give like a tease? um, thanks for listening, and the next episode is... Okay, audience, thanks for listening, and our next episode is the Timothy Chalamet Hour. What movies are we watching for that? Love the Coopers and Miss Stevens. Wow, that's gonna be exciting. If you don't want those movies spoiled for you, um, watch those before we release the next episode. If you can find them somewhere <laughs> yeah you should can find them easily <laughs> don't spend too much time on it um okay so i guess um fake film students uh signing off bye thanks for listening yeah bye we're gonna have to edit this now i'm gonna stop recording